You're listening to Soul Work with San, where we believe your soul is worth the work. I'm your host, San, and today is a celebrate. We give him big birthday energy all episode. Today, I want to get a little personal. No, I am not telling you my age, but hint, hint, I am going to share three life lessons and five daily habits of joy going into this next year of mine. Yo, does that number make me an auntie? Lord help. (laughs) You ready? Let's work. Hey fam, what you say fam? Wagwan, how's your soul? I'm hoping all is well, and I'm happy to say the same over here. We took a summer break real quick last week. Thank you for your patience. But we're back with a quick new summer episode for your soul. It's an exciting time around these parts because it's officially back to school season. Yes, Lord. (laughs) I can literally hear the fellow parents of mine. I see y'all's hands raising in the air right now. Uh, legit yesterday I dropped off uh, my babies and one of the mothers in another car she literally went yes as she's peeling out the parking lot I didn't have the same response because my youngest she had a hard time saying goodbye to her siblings but we bless God all right amen so between preparing for that and the new the new school year finishing up some projects and other personal opportunities it's been a full calendar so thank you again and thank you for listening now before we get started i must need to do this okay please indulge me or as we would say allow me here we go jamaica boom jamaica bush jamaica land we love first of all jamaicans why are we doing bush and boom and all the things for the drums but do we not do that why why the drums anyway one two and three Eh? One, two, three. Mister, we lick but with Talawa. Now, for my non-Jamaican friends, we are small but mighty. Amen? <laughs> Fam, shout out to Jamaica to win the gold the way we did on Independence Day. Yo, I promise that day, August 6th, I put an H on every word that was spoken that day. Anybody else enjoy the Olympics? Anyway, okay, I think I've done enough <laughs> gloating for the day. But seriously, man, what a show. I hope y'all watch the Olympics. It was it was so much fun watching the replays with my kids. Uh, the replays, okay, because who's staying up? Uh, but also watching all of the countries and their passion to support their country and participate. It was really great. Volleyball is my favorite sport, so shout out to Team USA. Bringing it home this year, too. I mean, just really lovely stuff. It was It was just great. I hate what the media did to Simone Biles, but it's in line with a recent episode that I did in the summer bonus series, How to Handle a Hater, right? 99.99% of the time, the one critiquing you will never enter the ring with you. They're not going to be on your level. They're never going to take the risk that you're taking. But don't they just, they love talking, right? Mm. I'm going to leave that alone so that I don't get stirred up on the wrong thing because today It's a happy day. It's an episode of celebration. It's a celebrate. Now, in our family, April and August, they're filled with plenty birthdays. April is Rue's birthday month. August is mine. 
And I've got some sister friends who celebrate birthdays a few days before me. So shout out to Ashley and Symphony and Cheryl. Hey, friends. And I've got family, a Ruse Granny. We lovingly call her Shebebe. Gracie named her that once, and we've been calling her that ever since. So happy birthday, Shebebe, a couple days ago. Uh, and to our Aunt Vet. And to my sister in love, who's also named Sonia. Happy birthday, Sonia. And happy birthday, Big Patty. That's a, another homie. We go way back, my dear friend. Now, I normally, y'all know with this show, I normally don't do birthday shout outs or names or any of that. But, baby. After the past 18 months, I will never, did I say never? I'll never take life for granted again because we saw way too many RIP posts from people of all ages who had no intention of leaving this earth when they did. So y'all going to get this happy birthday, (laughs) okay? Like another birthday, if you made it to a birthday in 2021, God bless you. So whether it's August, happy birthday to all of my fellow August babies, whether you got a shout out or not, but to everyone who has been blessed to get a birthday in 2021, God bless you. May you live long. May you live well. Seriously. Now, real quick, I got three lessons I learned this past year and five daily habits that I practice for joy. And they've blessed me. They really have. They've been helping to shape and form me in my walk. And I'm thinking they may do the same for you. So, it's main topic time. Let's get into the show. Now, every year around my birthday, I go into reflection mode. Like January and August, those are the two months where I try and take inventory of what's working and what's not, what needs attention from me and what needs distance. And sometimes I like to invite people in to also speak to those questions too, because blind spots can be crippling and wisdom, it is wonderful. Give me some more. So this year, uh, I wanted to boil down the essentials of what I've been learning and wrestling with the Lord with and with others and I wanted to break it down into this real quick list. Now, if it resonates with you, hit me up and let me know. You guys know I love hearing from you. I really do. So the email is hello at soulworkwithsan, S-A-H-N dot com. Or I'm also on IG at San Pope. Um, DMs are cool with me. So thank you for every listener and every person who has ever shared the show. If you like it, please leave a rating and review. It helps us spread the message of soul work forward. Okay. These are the three life lessons this year that have really been helping me. Things that I'm constantly saying to myself over and over again. Number one, think long term. Think long term. Think big picture because there's always a bigger picture at work. For me, someone who struggles with patience, this is very key. It had to be number one. So my goal is to strive to see the forest, especially when the trees are overwhelming, right? Like... This has helped me gain clarity on forming certain habits, like knowing when to say no. And it's created this internal audit that has me asking myself regularly, am I headed in the direction I desire? Right. So being able to think bigger picture, it stops me from just making decisions on a whim or even acting out of my emotions all the time because I'm trying to zoom out. That's actually the way I always refer to it. I'm saying, okay, son, zoom out, see all of it. Don't just see what's right in front of you. Now, of course, the caveat for this is sometimes there's a tension 
with making sure that you're not so future focused or, you know, long term thinking that you can't enjoy your present. But what I'm finding is being intentional with my present still creates that opportunity to say, hey, before we only see what's in front of you, really pay attention to other details that can make a huge difference. Because at the end of the day, you don't get to where you want to get to by accident. It takes intentionality. So that's number one. Think long term. Number two. Oh, this one has been tough, but let's get to number two. Ruthlessly resist fear. Ruthlessly resist fear. This past year has especially taught me that the opposite of love, it's not hate, it's fear. One of my favorite Bible teachers explains it like this. You're only ever operating out of two spaces, fear or love. Yo, fear, fear makes you suspicious. It makes you small-minded, ornery, and judgmental. And fear goes from zero to 100 in two seconds, don't it? Like, fear robs you of wonder and acknowledgement of beauty. Fear, it kills friendships. Fear wastes time. It paralyzes you and blows opportunities. Fear neglects dreams and it exhausts you beyond your years. It makes you pop off without having all the information because we've learned that anger is a secondary emotion. So if we peel back that layer of lava, that hot anger underneath, you'll probably find a frightened somebody. Fear screams, what if every single time you get close to the cliff of your God ordained next? Yo, fear sucks. But let's keep it a buck. Sometimes fear be mad comfy. It's mad comfortable. It's cozy. Like like that blanket you don't want to throw away. Even though it's tattered and it's got holes, it's still your favorite. And that's what fear feels like. Your favorite mantra. The thing you tell yourself all day, every day. It doesn't have to be true for you to believe it because it's been said so many times. Sometimes fear is like your homie that you know means you no good, but you hang out with them anyway because it's better than being alone. It doesn't change the whackness, but at least you're not by yourself. And see, that's what makes it so dangerous because play that out over time, right? Like what does a lifetime of fear-based decision-making make? How does anxiety serve us? Now hear me with healthy ears. I'm not dismissing anyone who battles with severe anxiety or other mental health disorders, because if we're all honest, everybody's got something. So this ain't that. What I am saying is this year was the toughest for me and my journey with fear. And so my process that I'm still in with overcoming it, it looks a lot like regularly practicing silence and stillness, where I specifically meditate and reflect and remember the love God has for me. That kind of eternal, unshakable security are the roots my soul needs to take wings. In other words, I can try and I can fly because I know God is with me and for me. It doesn't mean I'll never fail. It means I'm not a failure. And the difference has been everything. It's the game changer that I didn't know I needed. Number three. Ooh-wee. Deny comfort. Man, listen, the panorama almost had me, but I got away. Okay? It is so easy to get into a mind-numbing routine when you're bored in the house and you're in the house bored. Amen? It was too easy. It became second nature to scroll and chuckle or scroll and share 
or scroll and snack. Are you noticing a pattern? Pattern here, you, you, you picking it up? My screen time went up and so did my angst. So I knew then they both had to go. Like since then I've put boundaries up, right? So now I have a bedtime for my phone and it is not at the same time that I go to bed. Like as a matter of fact, I leave my phone outside of my room. Fam, my sleep has just gotten so, so much better. Comfort, it can be charming, can't it? It like, it'll make you think you're safe and all is well when you're escaping into its arms. It'll meet you with the need that needs some meeting. But comfort will trick you into believing that it understands the assignment. The whole time, God got a different agenda. So how do we make this work, Lord? When I find myself asking that, I went to the book, the good book. I, I went to Proverbs and I found some sweet help in verses like Proverbs 14, Verses 23 through 24, Proverbs 12 and 24, and then Proverbs 26 and 15. Luke 9, 23 for the layup. Got some goodness over there too. Gonna let it bless you. Those passages really helped remind me of the truth. Even with the issue of overcoming fear, again, what are we doing? Practicing the truth. Learning it, practicing it, rehearsing it. And then it makes a difference in what we do. To be clear, I'm not ridding myself of everything that brings me pleasure. That's not even biblical. But for me, it's stopping the avoidance and escape game that feels really good in the moment. But again, over time, where is it leading me? And it's wild because I've never put my phone down and been like, wow, what a riveting time on social media today. <laughs> right. And yet that has more of my attention than some books that have left me feeling that way. Like I've read some books and been like, ooh, underline notes, writing down quotes, all of that. I, I, I mean, you'll see stuff on social media, but it really is like candy. Okay, versus, you know, veggies. So there are other lessons that I've gathered, but those are the most prominent that are working in my life at the moment. Now I want to get to the five habits of joy. Here are my five habits. Number one, sleep. Literally, if I could put it in one word, it's sleep. Uh, when I was younger, especially during my college years, that, that very short period of my life, um, I used to say with my friends all the time, sleep is for suckers. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Who needs sleep? Because all-nighters was my thing. I say to people all the time when I went to school, I majored in kicking it. I mean, I was the type of friend where if you wanted to talk about changing the world till five in the morning, let's do it. When you get older, even with kids, I was always, that was my way of paying myself back. Once everybody went to bed and the house got quiet, I wasn't ready to sleep because now I needed my time back. Fam, it's all foolishness. <laughs> you need rest. Uh, a tired you, it's not a happy you. It's not a patient you. It's not your best you. So sleep, trying to get, I personally have found I don't need eight hours, but seven is my sweet spot. So every night I'm shooting for seven and really putting that phone away has helped. And that leads me to number two. Number two, don't touch the phone until you've talked to God and family, right? Like if I haven't talked to Rue or the children, I try not to touch my phone only because the phone, it's very isolating. It has a way of sucking you into its world while making it all about you at the same time. Fam, nah. <laughs> like, 
we've got to have boundaries on that phone. And so I try to have quiet time first and then time with family first and then see what's going on in the world. Check in with my world before checking in with the world. Number three, and this has been a lot of fun, moving the body like every day, even if it's a dance party with the kids or a long walk outside. Long walks have been my jam now. Um, at first, I really didn't like the treadmill, but I'm having fun on the treadmill. Get a really strong playlist going and that's it, man. So whatever it is, it doesn't matter. However you do it, just making sure that you move your body every day. For me, that's what I try and do every day. And if there is a day that I miss, try not to miss too. Right. I've heard that before from a bunch of people. Um, and what's helped me in my whole just health journey is to start with honesty and then move towards excellence. So that's what I say to myself. Start with honesty, son, move towards excellence every day. It's just it's a journey every day. And again, when you know you're loved by God, you can. You can. Number four, journal and read. I kind of squeeze two into one. <laughs> so that's a bit of a twofer right there. But I think journaling is the best way to remember for the sake of caution as well or encouragement. And then when it comes to reading, reading is my first love. When I was a kid, it was my favorite thing to do. And getting back into the habit has been so refreshing for me. So again, I try not to put a number on it, but I feel like it's a good day if I've got at least 30 pages of really good reading. Um, and then let's get to number five, because this one is my favorite, really my favorite habit. Number five, reach out to a friend and encourage them. Now, sometimes encouragement is just a hello. Sometimes it's more than that. But uh, when it's my time to leave this earth, which I'm praying many, many years from now, I want to be known as the friend that you called when you wanted somebody to celebrate your win with you. Like, I think encouragement, it's such a lost art and celebrating others because competition has become the new wave. And it doesn't have to be that way. So for me, what I try and do is reach out to a friend or two daily just to say hi or that I love them or that I miss them or that I'm proud of them. And I love, when I tell you I love, I love getting texts and calls from friends about promotions and travel plans and proposals, wedding and business, okay? And babies and new homes and new loves and fresh words from God and like stuff they read in the scriptures. Uh, matter of fact, this week, my mama has called me twice and been like, son, this is what I got in the scriptures. And my mother in love, oh my goodness, she'll call and say, Sana, this is what I'm preaching tonight. And man, we have a time. I really, really enjoy it. So I feel like this it takes more energy to criticize someone than it does to compliment them. And I don't mean flattery or manipulation. Like we're not just pulling stuff out of our behind just to say cute things and make people blush. No, but like, fam, just speak to the image bearer in them and then enjoy your day. And I'm finding, too, here's a good heart check. If there's difficulty in being nice to someone, that's an area that probably needs healing. Okay, say la sugar. That's, that's it. I'm a, let me get to my last point. I gave you three and I gave you five. Here's my birthday wish for myself this year. To continue to water my grass while rooting for everybody else's lawn. Fam, the grass is as green as you nurture it to be. Like if you look all over the place, blogs, news, movies, even it's the same question coming up, right? How to have a happy life? What's the secret to a happy life better yet? And fam, I found it. The secret to a happy life is having a happy life, right? Like the key to your life quality is perspective. How do you choose to see your life? Because contentment is a choice. 
So whatever we don't like, but it's in our control, change it. And whatever we don't like, but it's not in our control, give it to God with gratitude. Now, obviously, I'm not saying thank him for your problems, but just express thanks for his kindness to you. Because as one minister said, and I'll never forget it, God is too loving to ever be unkind. So as long as there's breath in our bodies, we're living in the kindness of God. Right. Like I was reading an article this week on seven practices for a healthy brain, like doing these things will reduce your chances of dementia or Alzheimer's. And number one on the list was quality of thoughts. People who constantly rehearsed the negative in their life, they were more likely to develop dementia as they got older than those who maintained a positive, optimistic outlook. So once again, the data shows what the scriptures have been saying all along. And here's what I'll say to it. You don't need a perfect life to have a blessed one. That's it for me, fam. I'm off to go have dinner with my babies. Y'all enjoy yourselves. Sunday is the actual birthday, so hopefully we'll be at somebody's beach. Please, Rain, go away. (laughs) Who's coming to watch the kids? Now, listen, Soul Work with San, S-A-H-N dot com is the website. San Pope, S-A-H-N-P-O-P-E is the Instagram Thank you. Thank you so much, fam, for being with me today. Subscribe to the show for more episodes delivered freely to your device each week. Catch up on the summer bonus season if you haven't already. It's fun shooting that one. I'm signing off here. Remember, fam, you're only going to hear one of two statements on that fateful day. Well done or depart from me. Let's live accordingly. Love you. Talk soon.